we believe every person has the right to realize all that is possible for their future. Are you someone who is near retirement, who has been diligent about accumulating wealth and is now navigating the what's next heading into the next chapter of your life? Welcome to the Dream Architect Life Podcast, where money and mindset meet with Brian Sweet and Brittany Anderson from Sweet Financial Partners. In this podcast, we aim to help shift your focus to the things you can control so you can put your money to work in turning your dreams into reality. Through our trademarked process, The Dream Architect, we make wealth planning fun, informative, and enjoyable. Join us on this journey where Brian and Brittany will explore how you can eliminate your limiting beliefs in the pursuit of all that's possible. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to the Dream Architect Life with Brian Sweet and Brittany Anderson from Sweet Financial Partners. Brittany, how are you today? So good, Eric. How are you? I am fantastic. I am just loving this podcast series. This has been extremely beneficial to me personally, and I know that you've got a, a growing audience right now um, with Brian at your side. You're running the ship. I, I really do know that you're running the ship there, Brittany. But uh... <laughs> There's no question about it. Anybody that knows us knows the person speaking is not the one running the ship. All right, Brittany. Well, since you're running the ship here, what did we talk about on the last podcast? Give us a little recap so that those that are just joining us can hear what you spoke about on the last one. Yeah. So we spent a whole lot of time in the last episode really talking about what it means to define possibility, Mm -hmm. what it means to decide what's important to you and your future and pursuing what matters most. You know, we did share a couple different scenarios about how sometimes our job as accountability partners in your journey is to give a little bit of tough love, Mm. but how it's always in your best interest. So I don't know, Brian, what else do you want to add there? Anything that I'm missing? No, I think the topic of the whole couple of discussions is possibility comes to those who create it. And that's just so true. Yeah. I mean, I think we all need to put in our own work, right? But so often we don't know what that work looks like. And I I think that that's what you guys do really, really well when you help people to envision those possibilities. You also don't just say, hey, dream big, have a great day. (laughs) (laughs) Dream big, here's some tools and resources that can help those dreams become a reality. And you spoke about possibilities. And I know today you're, you're focusing on helping people to decide what they want. And does that mean, when you say that, are you saying decide what you want over something else? Like you have to make a decision, you can do this or you can do this? Or are we talking like more of a big picture, decide all the things that you want, and then you kind of help them filter it from there? Yeah. So I would say it's high level. It's looking at all of the things that you want for your life. And you know, what's the adage out there, how they say expectation is the root of all heartache. Mm -hmm. We believe that indecision is the root of all heartache. And I use this analogy and anytime that we're in front of anybody, whether it's a big audience, whether it's one-on-one people always get this. So if you think about the one decision that can be so darn painful, it's what's for dinner. (laughs) You say, okay, it's been a long, busy day. You've been working, you've been, you know, doing whatever it is that you do. And you get home and you're like, well, what do you want for dinner tonight? And your significant other looks at you and goes, well, I don't know. What do you want? 
I'm like, well, I don't know. What do you want? And it turns into a fight. Nobody then eats. Everybody's in separate parts of the house. And it's all because of one darn decision that couldn't be made. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we use that example as just something that's kind of funny, but something everybody can relate to. And that's what we want to avoid for you, for your life, for the important stuff, for the stuff that really matters is to not go into a state of suffering because you don't know what you want. Yeah. I funny. I can't believe that you just brought that up. I've been married for 27 years and it was about 10 years ago. My wife looked at me one day and she goes, you got to stop saying that. I was like, what are you talking about? Stop saying, I don't care. And we both did it. We both did it. What do you want for dinner? I don't care. And, and it comes across so easily or it comes out of the mouth. So he's like, I don't care. And what I'm really saying is, baby, what do you want? What would you like to have? Because I'll eat that exactly. too. Yeah, but, no, isn't that the truth? <laughs> however, we realize that we do that in more places in our life than just dinner. What do you, where do you want to go? I don't care. I'm not too concerned about where we go as long as we go together. But when it comes to financial decisions, right, it, we, we both caught each other doing the same thing. I, I don't, it's not that we don't care. It's just we want the other person to be happy also. And we don't really think about what those statements mean. So that indecision, I agree 100%. Heartache can come from it. And you don't even see it coming until sometimes it's too late. So mm. uh, it's so funny that she said that. It just cracks me up. How do you help people stop being indecisive? How do you help people to realize it before it is too late, before the pain comes or the heartache comes? How do you help them get past that indecision? That's such a great question. Part of this is, is that we deal a lot and help a lot of people in retirement. It's really, you, you've already gone through that accumulation phase in life. You've gotten to the point where it's time to decide how you're going to spend the money that you've so diligently saved. Now, this is also why we typically like to start working with somebody that's a few years out from retirement. Mm -hmm. You know, if you think about that, you need to have the time to plan to make those decisions. Now, the other thing I will say that's been massively, I guess, an exponential needle mover in our office is engaging both spouses. Mm. So if you are married and we do happen to work with a lot of, of married individuals, and or widowed individuals. But in particular, if you're thinking about a married couple, it's like you said, if you have that attitude of indifference, like, well, I don't care. What do you want to do? I don't care. This is your life. You get to decide what you want. You have to have those joint conversations. And in, in the past, we noticed that a lot of times women would take that back seat Absolutely. because of the complexity of creating a wealth plan. They don't feel confident around it. They don't understand investing. It's just not something they've had the passion or that they've really handled or dealt with much. So then all of a sudden they're shrinking back and we're going pulling saying, no, your opinion matters too. Mm -hmm. Our mm -hmm. advisors can take care of the technical stuff. We need you to have a part in this. So there's a lot of work we've done there. We created a whole platform for women to help them get into that uh, mindset and really appreciate what it means to create possibility for their future in regards to their wealth plan. But those are some things that we're doing with people is really helping them Hey, you know, come forward, speak your opinion. That's why this high level overview of what's important to their future is so uh, essential to the success of a good retirement. Brian, I think I, I went on a little bit there, but is there anything that I missed? No, I, I, th I think that's really important because if you look at the statistics, you know, women outlive men by, by several years. Mm -hmm. And if they aren't actively involved in the decision making, then it becomes really scary 
after something happens to the spouse. And we do work with a lot of, lot of widowed ladies. And where we learn this is just by experience where they didn't become part of the process initially. And it's a big learning curve and seeing people not only have to struggle with the loss of their spouse, but then have to figure out all of these other things it's almost too much sometime. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, all their friends and family and aunts and uncles are giving them advice. And at a time when they're vulnerable, it's so easy to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. But if they're part of the decision-making up front, when something happens, they already know what's going to happen. They already know what to expect. And then all they have to do is really, what they should do is worry about the grieving and the things like that. And the rest of it's already taken care of because it was part of their plan. Mm. Yeah. Brian, and and I say this with the utmost respect, you're an old school advisor. You've been doing this, (laughs) I think, 42 years, right? I think that's a compliment, Eric. Uh, I'll take it it that way. Okay, thank you. It is absolutely a compliment because you've been (laughs) doing this for a long time, 42 years. However, you're not an old school advisor as in really, truly old school advisors. You're very forward thinking. And I've witnessed this firsthand for years. I've been connected with your office. I know how passionate you are helping women to be empowered and educated and doing what they do best because there are a lot of old school advisors, now I'm using air quotes again, that have always focused on the man. They've always focused on the husband in this because traditionally, and we're talking traditionally back in the 50s and 60s, the man was the main breadwinner, the one that worked Wife stayed at home a lot of times to raise the kids, which is very honorable. However, all the decisions were made by the men because all of the focus was on the men. You guys don't do that. And, and I think that's a beautiful thing because you're absolutely right. My my wife does not, again, it's not that she doesn't care, and we had to have that conversation, but she didn't really, was not interested in investments. She wasn't interested in all that stuff. And I, I finally told her, I said, look, are you interested in spoiling your grandchildren and being able to continue to spoil them? She goes, absolutely. Okay, then you do care about money. We need to talk about that. She's, now she's totally on board. Yes, we're going to do this, this, and this. And she's educated herself even more because she's passionate about something that revolves around finances, right? And you mm-hmm. guys do that on a daily basis. When it comes to hard decisions, and I know that you guys, you're not therapists, you're not counselors, but you've had to help. Some days. <laughs> True, but you definitely had to help clients and other people through those hard decisions. Tell me a little bit about that and how that's worked. Yeah, so I can I can kick this off. And Eric, you give such a great point. I just have to press on this for a minute before we we get into Mm -hmm. your question. But you know, you talk about your wife and you're like, hey, but is this meaningful? Mm -hmm. That's exactly what the dream architect is about. Is it's looking at what matters to you. We have advisors and a whole entire team of people that can worry about the technical, what I like to say is boring stuff, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> the yeah. stuff that's not as exciting as, as, or as fun, but is necessary so that you can focus on the things that you love and enjoy. And, and when you think about the hard decisions, you know, think about anything. If, if you could just sit here for a minute and reflect back in your life to one of the hardest decisions that you've ever had to make and how painful it was going through it. You know, for me, very candidly, uh, I was married once before. I was married to a person that was not a, a very nice person. And I had a choice. I came to a, a culmination, this turning point in my life where I said, 
I can stay with what I know and I'm familiar and I'm comfortable with and life will be maybe okay, maybe, or I can make a really, really hard decision and move forward in my life in a really different way. Mm. I will tell you that even though I was the one who made that decision, it was the hardest thing I've ever done. But after getting through it and leaning on some really great people to help me through, I came out 10 times better on the other side. And I use that example because unfortunately divorce is pretty darn common in in our world today. But if you think about it, if you're prepared, when when it comes to your finances, it comes to your vision of the future. If you know and understand all of the worst case scenarios that can happen, if you're asking the questions of your advisor, like, well, what happens if my spouse passes away? Or what happens if I go through with this divorce? Or what happens if, you know, maybe on the flip side, I get this inheritance, you know, my mother, my father is really sick. And what's going to happen after that? What happens with my siblings? So if you're having those conversations with your advisor, when those times come, the decisions become a heck of a lot less painful. It just becomes part of, and I'm not saying this insensitively or taking away from the emotion, but when it comes to the technical aspects in those decisions, it makes it a lot simpler so that you can focus on, you know, grieving your way through whatever. So you can focus on your family or whatever other moving parts you have in your life. You don't have to worry about the financial end because you've done what you can to prepare. So Brian, did I leave anything out there? I think you said that really eloquently. I I think the only thing that I would add is when you decide what you want, what made me think of this is when you walk in the front door of our office, the foyer is covered with pictures of dreams and things that clients wanted that we have a kind of a big collage, I guess, for lack of a better term, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of those pictures. And that's the image we want people to think of when they first come in is, well, isn't that just a nice vacation? There's an an old Corvette. There's, And these are all just experiences, but it was things that clients decided what they wanted, but because they had the conversations, they included their spouse, all of these things, even with changes in circumstances like divorce or just whatever might happen are still possible mm-hmm. because you've planned for them in advance. And so that just something I thought would be important because you get to create it, you know, we'll help you get there, but you get to create it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, first of all, Brittany, thank you so much for being as vulnerable as you are and, and very candid about that. But I, I think that every big decision there's fear involved, right? In yeah. your decision, you, I think the, the way you said it was that you could either stay where you were quote unquote comfortable, even though it wasn't a great situation, it was familiar, right? And that was, it would be difficult or fearful to leave that situation and, and go into a new situation. And I think the same is, is for anybody who's making a large life decision that even would, could be considered a positive type of decision, like owning your own business. That is a tough decision. There's a lot of fear involved, even in that type of big decision. So Brian, I know that, I mean, you've done it and and I'm sure that you've helped other clients make that decision to start a business or invest in a business. How do you help uh, folks do that? And how did you do it? How did you overcome that fear of striking out on your own? 
Yeah, I, I love your your commentary because your circumstances may not be good and you don't like what you're doing, but you understand it. Mm-hmm. And the fear of, well, what's on the other side, because there is no answer, can be extremely scary, which scares a lot of people off. And that's why they stay in really bad situations. And, you know, I'll just compliment Brittany for making the right decision. And it was a tough one, as she said, but 100% improvement. But, you know, I think it's one of those things you got to help people gain some confidence. Because I think part of it is they, they've never done it. So they're a little one fear again, but can I do it? And it's really just setting the standards and letting them know what the expectations are and letting them know there's going to be some really bad days, but picture what owning a business would look like Mm. you having control, you getting the say in how things are done, how your customers are treated, the products you get to sell every aspect of what you want to do and is the pain and the fear of the unknown okay to be able to deliver everything that you would have a passion to do? So in my case, I you know originally started uh, working for somebody and there was a lot of things we couldn't sell all the different products and do the best things and a few other things. And I said, if I'm going to be in this long term, as Brittany alluded to, I have to do what's best always for the client. Uh, You can get by with that for a really short period of time if you really want a short career. (laughs) But otherwise, you have to always think, is this always in the best interest of the client? And if it is, that's the decision you make. It may not benefit you today long term. And I think it's just coming to the realization of you having control and being able to deliver and do all the things that you want, it's really hard not to be a success if you have that mentality and that attitude, because when those troubles and those circumstances come up that you have to deal with a new problem, you're going to find the solutions because what you desire is really where you want to go. And it's amazing when you think of what you want, the answers just appear. And that's why you need to really always think positive, because if you're thinking positive, then the results will be positive. If you think something bad's going to happen, I pretty much guarantee you something bad's going to happen. If you think my business is going to be a success and I'm going to be like the number one guy in the area or whatever, your brain will find ways for that to happen. I've just personally experienced that. Brittany's experienced that. I've just so many examples of that. Now that might seem really weird and unrealistic. It is so true. And if I wouldn't have witnessed it myself and lots of others, I wouldn't have mentioned it, but it's really those few things applied consistently over time. And it doesn't hurt to have somebody in your corner giving you an attaboy and you can do it and Mm -hmm. giving confidence. So sometimes you'll give up on yourself before you'll give up on somebody else. Mm -hmm. And so having somebody that you're accountable to is sometimes an amazing thing. Well, I, this, this may be a weird question, but I'm looking forward to retirement. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm still quite young, so it's quite a few years off, and I can imagine being very, very excited for that. But again, that is one of those quote-unquote big decisions, 
right? So do you see that people have those same type of fears of what's next? You know, I'm approaching retirement. Hey, we're on track. Everything is looking really good, but yet there's still that fear of the unknown. Um, do you experience that when you're working with folks and how do you help them figure that out? Oh, a hundred percent. That is definitely uh, a daily occurrence. People are fearful. And I will tell you just in general, how we overcome it is our, our wealth management system. We call it the retirement success analysis. It's the tool that we use to create the platform to tell us when you can retire. You know, if you're looking at buying a second house, is it possible or how to do it? Uh, it helps us make every decision. And that's what we use to help people give the confidence because if that tells us we're able to do that based on your unique circumstances and investments and timelines and taxes and inflation and everything that goes into it, you know, it's a pretty easy thing to come up with or rationalize if you use the right tools. Yeah. And I, I want to add to that too, because I think Eric, what you're bringing up there and, and what Brian's talking about is sometimes people just need logic when it comes to moving through fear, right? Mm -hmm, so again, mm -hmm. it's not just the warm, fuzzy stuff, but there's another side to this. And, you know, you see this a lot, especially in business owners that we've worked with, but really in uh, a lot of the higher level positions that people held, their identity mm. becomes tied mm to what they did. So true. Yeah. So that's a big one to overcome. And, and, you know, we've had conversations, I think back to one of our last client advisory councils, you know, we have a handful of clients, we get together with a couple of times a year and we get ideas from them. Basically it's a chance for them to tell us, yeah, we're on the right track or no, that's terrible. <laughs> but one of those things that came up is talking about their the identity and what do you do? Yeah, you can paint the picture of what you can do physically in your retirement, but who are you? Who do you want to be? Mm. So that's why when we've talked about the last couple episodes, these conversations on values, you know, it's not just the wonky, like you're in a team meeting and everybody has to pick words off a chart and throw them down and there's your value system. It's really getting in touch with who you are as a person, the legacy that you want to leave. The, the lives that you want to impact, that mm. stuff all matters. So again, I mean, we're not therapists here by any stretch of the imagination, but these are the things that we really encourage our clients to think about. And that's why when you go to our retirement readiness center and you're looking at all the tools that we give away completely for free, you don't have to pay anything. You put in your information and you get access immediately. The reason we do that and the reason that you see mindset activities almost immediately upon entrance is because we've seen it happen where people have really, really tough retirements, not because they don't have enough money to do things that they want to do, but because they haven't really decided who they are and what gives them joy and, and where they want to spend their time and who they want to spend their time with. So I think that identity crisis is a big deal when it comes to retirees in particular. Yeah. We actually spend a, an awful lot of time helping people through that. We have a lot of resources to do that. That is fantastic. And again, I'll, I'll, I'll shoot straight. I've already been there. I've already looked at these tools. You're right. It was instant access, which I was kind of surprised about. I was waiting to, I'll get an email that I'm going to have to fill out this form. No, it was immediate. So mm -hmm. I, I appreciate that. And I love it. I've barely scratched the surface of what you guys have in there. What's the website again to give oh. to people? Yeah, it's mysweetfinancial.com. There you go. All right. I know we're running low on time. This has been a fantastic podcast. Do either one of you have closing thoughts for today? 
Mr. Sweet. Well, I I have maybe another thought or two. We've been very fortunate. I've been working with a coach, an entrepreneurial coach for 22, three years, whose name is Dan Sullivan, which is, uh, he runs the strategic coach. And he's probably got the most wisdom of any human being I've ever met. And one of his sayings, and I think maybe Brittany will end with one of his too, but he says, the bigger your future, the better your present. And personal confidence comes from making progress towards your goals that are far bigger than your present capabilities. And if you think about that, Mm -hmm. thinking big is a really positive thing, makes you have something to look forward to. And when you make progress, you feel good about it. Hmm. Brittany. Yeah. Number one, I just fully believe that when you think about creating possibility for your future and and making these tough decisions, you know, even the exciting decisions can be tough, right? Even (laughs) the things when you're trying to decide how you want to spend your free time, I mean, you can get caught in that hamster wheel. Uh, So there is another quote that, that I will share, and it's from Dan Sullivan again. He's absolutely brilliant, but he says, our eyes only see and our ears only hear what our brain is looking for. So if you're looking for obstacles, you're looking for struggle, that's what you're seeing in your life, then that's what your brain's going to find. But if you're focusing on possibility, you're focusing on opportunity, and you're focusing on creating fulfillment, not just for yourself, but your loved ones also, that's also the stuff your brain is going to find. Wow. That is powerful. And that's where we end because there's nothing better than those statements right there, you guys. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Thanks, Eric. Eric. You bet. And of course, our last thank you goes to you listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Dream Architect Life podcast with Brian Sweet and Brittany Anderson. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Brian and Brittany come out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it really easy to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at Sweet Financial Partners, this is Eric Johnson reminding you that possibility comes to those who create it. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Dream Architect Life podcast, where money and mindset meet with Brian Sweet and Brittany Anderson. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. If you heard something that really hit home for you, please share it with those you want to be helpful to. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Sweet Financial Partners. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your retirement planning. 